Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. My name is Birdie, and I'm a medium. That means I can communicate with spirits, amongst other things. I started seeing spirits before I can even remember. I grew up feeling cursed, but now I am taking control of my abilities. My name is Robert, and I'm an energy worker. That means I'm in tune with the flow of energies that surround us. I'm immersing myself in the paranormal to discover where my path will take me. Welcome to our Spirit Diaries. This episode has a trigger warning for cults and sexual violence. Hello and welcome back to the Spirit Diaries. I am Bertie. And I'm Robert. And we are your host. <laughs> <laughs> so I do want to apologize for us missing last week. I'm sure some of you noticed and we did talk about it on Twitter. We were both sick. Thanks to uh, Robert here. Yeah, that was kind of my bad. Um, <laughs> I made a joke at one point that, oh, maybe if we get sick now, we don't have to go to work tomorrow. And within the next 10 minutes, simultaneously, we were both in separate bathrooms vomiting. Yeah, it was pretty bad. So what is that? Do you think that was just like a bit of psychicness? Do you think that was manifestation or pure coincidence? I mean, I wanted to not go to work, so <laughs> it could have been accidental manifestation, but... We did both take the day off the next day. This is true. <laughs> so if it was me, I apologize. Thank you. It was not fun. No, it wasn't. It hurt really bad. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, we were scheduled to record the episode that night. Like many of you know, we like to record the episodes the night before the podcast comes out just to keep up with current events and stay current. <laughs> so... Unfortunately, because we got sick, that didn't happen. So we apologize for that. Um, on another note, uh, we just want to thank our patrons. Thank you so much for all of the love and support we've been getting with the candles. Um, you guys have been doing amazing with support and just spreading the word. So thank you so much. And there are more products to come soon that are exciting to finally share with people. So right. like we talked about, we've been making these for years for private cases that we take, um, but never making them for the public. So I think this is really exciting. I am really excited about this. So I've been excited to share. Oh, for sure. We definitely appreciate all of the support we've been getting. And if you want to support us, please consider joining Patreon. Um, we love to have you guys come over there. You all are so amazing. So nice. <laughs> I love everybody. <laughs> so if you guys want to check out any of the merchandise and help us uh, keep doing this, then check out our Etsy, our Etsy.com slash shop slash spirit diaries. 
You can also check out our website at myspiritdiaries.com and see all of the beautiful designs of t-shirts that Birdie's created. And like Birdie said, a little bit of teaser that there are more products coming. So keep an eye out. Yes, we are working on that. Woohoo. So I think I need to rewind the story a little bit because I remembered something that happened from my childhood that we ended up talking about. And I realized I completely skipped over this story in the podcast. So let's back it on up before Robert was in my life. Oh, no. Um, So back... (laughs) Back to childhood. You know, we've been together so long that it's really hard to remember a time that you weren't in my life. I know. I'm always there in the background with a goofy smile waving. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be weird if you were in the situation as we uh, dive deep into this. So I was in middle school to high school. So it was the year after eighth grade going into ninth grade. Okay. And my, uh, I had some family who were moving to a pretty rural part of um, the Appalachia area by mm-hmm. the mountains. Um, so I had spent some time in the Smoky Mountains growing up as a child. And I, I always thought mountains were a little bit creepy because I grew up in an area where there were no mountains. Right. It was very flat. So I, I thought they were magical and a little bit disturbing at the same time. Obviously, <laughs> in the day, it was fun. But at night, it did. I, I did get a little creeped out. And it was purely because, you know, it was something I hadn't experienced before. It's so funny because my friends from the mountains say they experience the same thing when they go to a place that's flat. Right. <laughs> so it, it was interesting. Anyways, we went up to help this uh, family members of ours pick a house and move and they were really looking for a place they could live and turn into an income property mm-hmm. so they were looking for a, a unique situation a unique opportunity and really looking at some bizarre places from potential campgrounds to huge like hotels to these houses that were subdivided and like multi-layered type of things. It was very strange. Uh, and growing up where I grew up, um, it wasn't very old. So we didn't have like all this architecture and cool things that you get in older America areas. Right. So some of these places, I was kind of like, whoa, th- this is this is weird. Like I can't believe houses have been built this way or anything like that. So they were looking for a retirement project and wanted something that would provide an income for them. So they were wanting a property to where people could stay. I think that was their main goal, whether that be um, potentially a campground or an Airbnb style or something they could turn into a hostel. They just really liked and fell in love with the idea that they could live on a location and also monetize other people coming and staying and also enjoying that same location. So in terms of mediumship, I haven't talked about it for a while. And since at this point, I was under the assumption that my parents did not believe me. Right. I 
assumed they probably didn't tell anybody else. Now, being later in life, uh, everybody around me knew I was. <laughs> they told everyone psychic, who would listen. <laughs> like growing up or whatever word you want to use for it. Um, if you are new to the podcast, I use interchangeably psychic medium. Um, I, I'm. I'm not really too keen on labels. Basically, I, I see the other side. I think that's what I sum it up as. But you'll hear me use these words interchangeably. Not everybody uses these words interchangeably, though. Right. It's not, um, so people are pretty specific sometimes about labels. Sometimes they're not. I'm one of the people who I don't care, <laughs> you know, what you call me. I just, I communicate with spirit. Right. So amongst other things. <laughs> Always have to add that little asterisk at the end. <laughs> so, um, we go down this little tiny mountain road, and it's going back and going back. And the realtor is driving us, and the realtor is saying that this was chosen by these people to be super isolated. And then she kind of like hesitated for a bit and like looked at me. And the rest of my family was in the car and they all kind of were a little bit quiet. And I was the youngest one here. Um, so I was like, they wanted to be isolated in the woods and now we're not talking anymore. Like, I started to get a little bit weirded out. But then it was amazing. We opened up into this, like, valley that was surrounded by mountains on all sides. And it was almost like a little town. There was these huge, huge, huge mansion houses all around. There was this huge greenhouse in the middle. It, al it almost looked like a Disney resort, like an Epcot type of situation. Um, off of the greenhouse, there was this like really long dining hall. And it, it looked like a resort. It was pretty interesting. And I loved the greenhouse area. I'm like... You guys have to buy this part. And yeah. they were sectioning off parts of this property. Had all been owned by one person. And they had been sectioning off parts and selling it because they couldn't sell it as is. Because this was in a very, very poor, isolated area to where nobody from the community could afford even the pieces of this were right. so extravagant and so large of buildings that it was astronomical for the area they were in. Right. And, um, like the realtor was explaining, like this person chose this place specifically to sort of be off the map. Yeah. It sounds super picturesque. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it, it was cool. I, like I said, I was obsessed with the greenhouse area and I'm like, you guys have to buy this one, this one. And they're like, no, we're looking at this house in the corner. And I say house, this thing was four stories tall. It looked I, I guess the best thing I can describe is it just looked like a resort. It was absolutely tremendous. I think it had 30 to 40 rooms in it. Oh, my God. It was huge. That's like crazy. mega mansion status. Just absolutely humongous. And it was wood cabin-esque because we were in the woods. So it was very like log cabin-y feel and theme. And... Essentially, uh, my family members were considering moving into this place, blocking off a section for themselves, and then having the rest open. Or if they were going to section off and like try and build outside doors mm -hmm. to some of the rooms. As we get out of the car, 
and we start walking in, the vibe changed. And I instantly just got this twist in my gut to where I felt really, really weird. So weird. <laughs> weird how? What was going on? Um, it just felt like I wasn't supposed to be there. Right. Um, there was these two huge doors that opened up into this main hall area and it was all wooden on the inside just like a wooden cabin and off of the main hall were all these doors to all these different rooms and my brother and I um turned to the right and went into the first room and I felt like I just wanted to cry and I got really scared and I almost felt like somebody was trying to come after me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I-, I felt like I should go deeper into the room and hide. Right. And this room had a door to a closet. So we thought we opened the door to the closet and it went to another room a little bit smaller than the one that we were in before. It's so strange. So it was like you walked into the bedroom There was a closet door in the corner, but that closet door went to another bedroom. And within that bedroom, there was another closet door. And me and my brother were like, what is happening? And we opened that closet door and we both kind of looked at each other and got chills. And that closet door went to another room that was even smaller in the shape of a triangle without windows. Oh, and it was it was very very small very small to where um like if we divided this room in a triangle that we're in i don't know how many square feet that would be decently small like (laughs) i don't know how many square feet you couldn't fit a bed in. you cannot fit a twin bed in it okay um it's teeny yeah it was it was uncomfortably small and i thought like I'm shaking. I thought, is this a closet or not? And I just felt like crawling into the corner. And I was having almost the start of an anxiety attack. And I looked at my brother and I shook my head and I was like, something's not right here. Something's like wrong. This is wrong. And I backed up into the corner of the room and like slid my back down the wall like Mm. now knowing what I know now I was like almost embodying like maybe what somebody went through in the room right um at the time there I wasn't really sure like what was happening because I didn't really understand fully how I could communicate with spirit so like I curled up in the corner of the room and I put my hand out to the side towards this like little mini door Mm -hmm. that is typically in like houses like this it will be like a storage area or maybe access to like um like air conditioning or something in attics you know they have those little half doors in houses hello ghosts and ghouls this is an ad for audible premium plus if you try audible premium plus with our special link in the description of this episode you can receive access to the plus catalog Get a credit to purchase any title in Audible's premium selection, regardless of price. 
get 30% off all additional premium selection titles and have access to exclusive sales for 30 days. Sales? That's right, little girl. Sales. <laughs> if you haven't given Audible Plus a try, now is your chance. What a deal! Now, back to the episode! I grabbed the door and I pulled the door handle down and opened it. And within that room, there was a like another smaller cutout. And it looked like there was even more space on the other side of that. Oh, weird. And I looked at my brother and he's like, you should go in there. Oh, God. <laughs> and I told him, I was like, there's something wrong here. I was like, I think, like, they were holding, like, women back here and they were being abused. Mm-hmm. And my brother is like, why would you say that? That's so creepy. He's like, clearly it was just like secret rooms. Right. And I was like, I don't think this is just secret rooms. I was like, I feel like somebody like got raped in here. Right. And at this time, I was relatively young. My brother is relatively young. So this is a very serious conversation for young teens to be having with each other. And he's like are you serious? And I told him, I was like, I really think I was like, I I was like, I I kind of was more open with my brother about my stuff. I was like, there's like a girl and I think she's in like a nightdress or something. It's like, she's like in a, she she looks like she's wearing one of mom's like nighties. Mm -hmm. Um, and just like a older style fashioned like nightgown. And, um, and by older, I mean like from the sixties or seventies, and I was like, I, it just it looks like mom, but she's young. Mm-hmm. I was like, and I was like, she's just was locked back here. So we decide to crawl through this weird little space and we crawl through the door on the other side. And it is just this dark, damp, like room to where it was, it was all painted gray mm-hmm. and it it was not bigger than like a normal sized closet. It was very small. And on um, the side of the little door that we crawled through, there was like padlocks to where somebody must have been locked in. The walls had like scratch marks and stuff down them by the door. And again, no windows. And you are braver than me because I would not have gone there. I'd be like, nope, not not happening. <laughs> I think curiosity was killing us. Right. At this point. And it was almost like it started off like a fun house of like, oh, my God. And we're in this mansion. There's a secret room. There's a secret room on the secret room. Right. And then after that, it just started to feel strange and the room shapes were weird and we realized the room shapes were weird because they were fitting them in these like dead zones of the house Mm -hmm. to where when you were in other spaces of the house you didn't even realize that there was square footage missing right so we crawled out we went back to our family members who were considering buying this and they were on the very top floor so we're running up these stairs Mm -hmm. to go be like this house is creepy. I think bad things happened here. And um, the realtor was standing with my parents and these two family members who were considering buying it. And um, 
<laughs> they had shut one of those little doors like we had found up in the corner of a room and the realtor's like it's just a really dark history she's like you just have to move past that and that's the only conversation my brother and I caught and we're like what <laughs> elaborate please <laughs> yeah what do you mean a dark history and the family members who were looking into buying it they thought you know is this something we'd be okay with taking on you know is this something we want to deal with do you think there could be like residual hauntings there and they they were voicing this out loud and i'm like hauntings what <laughs> <laughs> and i told them i was like downstairs i was like there's a really creepy room it's like a room on a room on a room and the lady said the realtor said we don't have blueprints to the house because we haven't found all the rooms Jeez. she's like they never put the blueprints the blueprints that were submitted to the city were wrong and she explained like she kind of looked at everybody in the room and they like nodded and they're like this was a house of a cult they were abusing women and they were locking them in back rooms and basically when you didn't agree with the cult's leader you were taken and you were put back in the rooms and punished and basically the farther back you were what they're gathering from what they found in terms of the evidence mm -hmm. um is that like the more punished you were so like if you're being really punished that week you'd be in the very very back but oh. if you did something okay okay you were wrong but okay you'd be in the first room without a window or the first room with a window you were worse than that you went to the second room that was even smaller without a window mm -hmm. um and oh my god i i i looked at the family member wanting to buy the house and she's like so what do you what do you think about it? You know, what do you think, Birdie? And kind of gave me that look. And I was like, no, this place is haunted severely. And that was kind of, I think that was my first like <laughs> house reading, I would yeah. say. Um, it was absolutely horrifying. Looking back, it's really hard to say if they were residual or not. Mm -hmm. Because at that time, I didn't know that there was a difference between types of hauntings i just thought there was ghosts right definitely had the residual energy of like fear mm -hmm. and panic and the need to hide i would imagine people who live there probably would hear footsteps or scurrying or scratching on the walls of impressions there but that one girl in the back bedroom oh and this cult was acting in the 60s and 70s mm. which is would make sense of why the woman looked like she was wearing right. an outfit like that the time period matched mm -hmm. so oh my gosh it was just crazy and i guess this whole compound was all a part of the cult that was the women's house they had a men's house they grew their own food so nobody was allowed to leave the dining hall was where they were all forced to eat. They had mm -hmm. to go and pray there multiple times a day. Um, and they were completely secluded in the mountains, severely far away from everyone. And that's they didn't want to tell any owners the history about it or any potential buyers the history about it. Because they hoped they wouldn't know. And they weren't selling it to locals because locals were like, that nope. place was messed up. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
they didn't there's there's literally not news articles about this place there's nothing the town was so small that essentially they buried the story of this place completely because they didn't want to be known as the place with this cult right it was only like i think working for five to ten years it didn't last very long and they just tried to erase everything from it and since my family members weren't locals that's why the realtor was like, hey, come on in and yeah. buy this place because they were really trying to just push it off on people who didn't necessarily know the history and they didn't want to taint the image of the town because this town's so small. We're talking about like hundreds of people, not even thousands of people right. to where if the town got known for this, you know, it would destroy what little things they already had. Right. So did they ever say like, how it was disbanded did it just end or like was it like a, a raid or like a police raid or something no way ever said they didn't talk about it so they just didn't want like any of the information out there no it was just like a hey this is what happened but like mm-hmm. and i'm totally convinced people died in there i felt like there was blood on the walls psychically but they didn't say there's any recorded deaths it was very swept under the cover i think it was a very inside sort of small town wipe it off of history type of place and it had been abandoned for a bit there had been caretakers of it so some of the buildings were completely grown over Mm -hmm. and like fully abandoned um and other ones had like clothes and stuff still in it oh wow um but this one had been kept cleaner and it had a caretaker and then the caretaker eventually decided like not they didn't want to do it anymore it's just terrifying, too, because it's like if people did die there with that kind of a hush-hush mentality, it makes you wonder, like, were there bodies on the property somewhere or... Well, and it makes you think about who were these people and who got forgotten, right. whose kids left one day and never came back. It's like how many unmarked graves are there, like, around or how many people were just How many people there the are missing persons cases. Exactly. Yeah, it's horrifying to think about, and I, I understand why they kept it quiet i don't think that could happen in today's day and age no but back then you know pre-internet pre-anything it's like this place was so off the map it's like you couldn't have even found it and if all locals kept it quiet it's very a very scary place they didn't end up buying it thank god um they ended up going with something else but yeah that was i think one of the craziest places i went to i i did want to ask them where exactly it was i was too young to remember where exactly it was because i kind of wanted to revisit it Mm -hmm. and see um rumor has it that some of it was parceled out and some of it was completely demolished oh wow um so i don't know what's still left standing today if anything right but i i would like to i I don't know necessarily how to bring this up with those family members to be like hey you remember that cult house you were gonna buy (laughs) where was that what was the address of that again give me the deets on that one please yeah i would like to um refine where that was but i um i don't like telling or bringing up my psychic mediumship ish stuff with family or anybody really (laughs) yeah it's pretty close to the chest type topic yeah i think a lot of people like to ask questions about it which i don't mind i definitely obviously i like talking about it we have a podcast 
and I'm comfortable with it. I just think on a personal level, when I talk about it with people, um, they just only start to see me as a medium and not as birdie anymore. Right. So I like to, you know, maintain my humanness sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, that I wanted to share that story with you because it was really creepy, and I, that was the first time I really walked straight up into a place without having any knowledge and started getting like a little bit of a taste of what it was like doing house readings. And those are my those are my favorite kind of readings. Yeah, no, it sounds like a wild experience. Yeah, I would I would love to revisit it again and be a little bit more prepared for what i was walking show into show up and knock on their door um do you know the history of this house and would you be willing to let me walk around it how many <laughs> hidden rooms have you found because there it was like a 50 what did i say a 30 40 yeah. 50 room house it was ridiculous but it's like how many rooms were there really right how many closets on closets on closets did you guys have it just makes me wonder of if anybody moved in there or if that was one of the houses that got demolished i don't know potentially yeah well that is all we have for you today so thank you all for joining and listening and being so sympathetic for us having to skip a week when we were sick thanks robert yeah sorry about that again <laughs> <laughs> and we will see you all next time so thank you all for listening to the spirit diaries
Thank you.